0: But I hope all of you have been enjoying yourself um, i haven 't been giving uh, you uh, the walking meditation instruction yet. I gave a formal walking meditation instruction this afternoon at one thirty But those of you not familiar with walking meditation, I suggest that you just go out, go for a walk, enjoy the lovely bush and the morning. Uh, uh, especially these two days uh, temperature is not too hot so it's very nice uh, to walk outside christina is there is it right christina that i can't start until two two moment one minute I'm not a seasoned teacher like Ajahn Brahm, so I do prepare what I want to share with you, um, what sort of practices and reflections I'm going to share with you, which make it easier for me. I don't think you'll mind that I prepare. Have any one of you uh, done any loving-kindness meditation before? All of you? Or most of you? Yes? Right, that's 8.30. Mm-hmm. So formally, good morning. Can very nice to see all of you here. And um, again, um, as I mentioned uh, yesterday, and uh, I would like to use this uh, weekend uh, to explore uh, loving-kindness. Meta. And uh, I think you still have the word saying be kind, be gentle at Dharma Loka, am I right? So have you heard, uh, really stop and contemplate? What do you mean by be kind and be gentle? How do you incorporate that into your um, everyday life in a way? Um, or it's just a slogan? something that is there you just remember or which is still good because I uh, sort of keep on going to your mind so when you uh, something that you need to do or action you need to take or decision you need to make hopefully you choose kindness and gentleness um, that's the idea of uh, keep on repeating the words but um this uh, weekend, uh, I would like to invite all of us to explore and investigate. What you mean by be kind, and be gentle? How do you do it? And um, also what benefits you can uh, do. I also mentioned last night, I'm going to uh, lead a few guided meditation on uh, love, loving kindness. So last night, I used uh, um, the verses from Bhante Iguna He's actually a very senior monk in he reside in u uh, s and um, so I actually love the words. Uh, if you like it uh, you can uh, you can' remember some of it. you can ask me and I can't uh, let you know again but And then tomorrow uh, well, in the morning I will lead another guide to meditation, uh, also on loving kindness, which is slightly different. But today I would like to use the whole day to develop a um, um, meditation method that um, I use regularly. And I learned it actually from Bhante Sujato and uh, various places, but I'll tell you more about it. Um, I'm, I'm going to uh, also encourage you to uh, be curious and uh, to, to what will sort of come up with for you with, uh, when we are investigating uh, loving kindness. we um, might think that it's just nothing or kind or something, but for some people, it might have more emotional uh, uh, feeling come up for you. So I would encourage you to embrace and uh, be curious to see what pop up. And I also mentioned about the five precepts. Uh, the first precept is uh, not to harm or hurt any living beings and to actively cultivate loving kindness. And um, as I mentioned, the uh, living, uh, living beings, not just other beings, uh, that beings include all the creatures and everything. I uh, have, uh, some, some time ago, someone told me that they say, they can't um, be kind to all the creatures except cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it is, it's okay. You take one step at a time. Um, but the bottom line is all living beings eventually is all living beings. But we take one step at a time, but something that we can't manage it at the moment, um, we could think about other ways to deal with... Um, so I'm scared of a scorpion, that guy say, coming to the cottage sometimes. But um, um, I learned the way that we, I always have a container and a, a heart lead. So um, let's say there's a container. So when I uh, some creatures like I felt threatened or I uh, feel, but you've got to always remember we are frightened of them and they are frightened of us too. They have no intention of attacking us, but um, so we. Well, we don't want to hurt any other creatures as well. So it's good to have strategies that you put in. So I um, kept it. uh, I think it uh, happened in uh, a lot of people do the same thing. So whenever I found something, so I just uh, use the plastic container to turn it around, cover it first, and slide the uh, cardboard underneath so that I can take it outside. Um the trick is uh, to be gentle enough that you do not hurt um, uh, whatever insects or creatures that you found um, that 's my challenge that I found so that is something that uh, I can share with you um, but uh, we can 't always take one thing at one step at a time, uh, as I mentioned it 's not just um, uh, creatures and me you and Sometimes we might not have people that we really like, um, but that is the practice. Uh, we uh, gradually uh, um, strengthen to have muscles, uh, to even to have loving kindness uh, to people that we might not uh, find as agreeable. But one thing is um, having loving kindness doesn't mean that you do not stand up to uh, things that you feel is right. You still can or encourage you to, to speak uh, what you think is right, but speak with loving kindness, kindness and gentleness. That is uh, something that probably take a whole lifetime to practice. But that's as always, we can start, so remember that. Um, So when we are um, having an argument, uh, instead of uh, having anger, that uh, leads into a much more serious argument or um, confrontation or conflict. So we always can't uh, choose kindness to say with uh, kindness and gentleness. But we always can't uh, say what, how we feel and stand by what is right or wrong. Um. I'm right, uh, going to share with you a simile. That's my favorite simile. That's uh, I heard it, of course, from Iya uh, um, numerous times. So I I use the same simile to adapt to a different story. That's a pot of jelly beans. Um, you know the jelly beans as different color. That is pink and blue and purple and white and uh, um, uh, black and I think there's uh, green and yellow and all sorts of colors. And uh, I take um, loving kindness, uh, I like pink, so that I will use uh, uh, loving kindness as pink jelly beans. So why we need you or why we encourage you or why it is... important to practice loving-kindness, just like the pot of jelly beans. If you have more pink or loving-kindness jelly beans, your other jelly beans, such as uh, unwholesome or unskillful jelly beans, such as uh, jealousy, uh, depression, or something that unpleasant that you don't want, uh, or sadness, or um, other actions uh, that you do not want it to be there, um, if you have a pot of jelly beans that is more loving-kindness jelly beans, more pink, each time when you put your hands into the pot, if you uh, just pick up a jelly bean, the probability, if you practice and put in lots of uh, pink one, you will pull out a pink one. But if, you, if we don't um, uh, put in as many wholesomeness or the loving-kindness jelly bean, the probability we can pull out anything. Uh, Let's say we're dealing with um, uh, the defilements. I like to use the word psychic irritants that are, I think, uh, used by, I'm not sure you know, a Tibetan nun called Pema children. I like to use, uh, I think it is from her, called psychic irritants, because defilement sounds like very negative, defile. Psychic irritants are not that good, but at least sounds special. Um, at least you pick up, let's say you're dealing with anger. Um, you get um, uh, heat up very easily uh, of course one of the ways uh, we keep on putting in the, uh, lots of uh, uh, loving kindness uh, we practice that uh, gentleness and kindness so when you are in the situation um, facing a situation that, um, that you feel um, heated uh, or feel you're ang- angry but when you pull put your hands into your uh, pot of jelly bean, of emotion. If you have more pink one, you'll be likely to pull out a pink one, of loving kindness. Then you will act, hopefully, and remember, uh, become a habitual pattern that you will speak with a bit more gentleness, or at least the mindfulness um, that practice that you have started uh, with the strips that I uh, encourage you to do, then your mindfulness becomes sharpened. Then you'll say, Remember, hey, I got you, be careful with this, uh, this situation. Now I pull out, because you pull out loving kindness, you remind yourself, Okay, I got you, remember to act or speak with kindness and gentleness. So that will, uh, each time you do that, um, you will strengthen your muscle of uh, act with kindness and gentleness. That's what we are trying to do uh, this weekend, uh, trying to put in, to encourage all of us to put in. It is an ongoing process. I can tell you that I need to do that too. Um, so we're trying to put as many um, as loving kindness jelly beans um, and um, when we leave here, and hopefully you'll continue to throw in more jelly beans, uh, the pink one, as much as you can, as often as you can. And then that, that will, that's how we can sort of um, possibly change our habitual pattern and then practice uh, loving, uh, kindness and gentleness. Actually, Metta, loving kindness, there's a, a number of different um, translation you can say, uh, I think Ajahn Sujachal translated as love. And um, Bante Gunaratana that I mentioned, he used loving friendship. Um, so that is a, a different way, but they all mean the same t- uh, thing. So the friend, loving friendliness to yourself. So you develop a friendliness to yourself, not just to others, but to yourself. Um, It's always um, very important to um, remember that uh, we need to develop the loving kindness or friendliness or gentleness to ourselves first. Because remember that uh, if our pot, our heart is not big enough, container is not big enough, it's quite hard to uh, drag out or to uh, take out uh, loving kindness to other beings even though we think we can't. But actually, if our heart is dry, it's difficult to share. So that's very important. That's why I suggest that, you know, when I mention, talk about the story about I fell asleep under the tree. So encourage you to sleep in this morning. That's one of the steps of uh, loving kindness to yourself, gentleness to yourself. I know you uh, make the Uh, Effort to come here this weekend, you will like to get the maximum benefits of it uh, in a group energy. But that's also the other part of it is if you have a rest this morning, the rest uh, of the day and tomorrow, uh, you can come in and join us in uh, full, with full energy. And tomorrow, you will get up with gusto. (laughs) And um, I knew that this afternoon you have uh, yoga. Yes. So yoga Um, is if you go into a tent, those who like you, it's a great way to um, practice uh, loving kindness to your body. I do some yoga stretches to myself because I got a backpack. And um, I find that I will do that uh, at least once a day. Sometimes I do a couple of times, depends on how my back is. So that's something that you um, apply your uh, gentleness and kindness to your own body, to yourself. So I encourage you to uh, learn some stretches. Uh, that's uh, very um, important and helpful for the time. If you would like to gradually uh, meditate to be longer and longer, uh, or in, uh, make it as a, a lifelong uh, um, practice, it's good to be able to know how to do some stretches to help to uh, with your body, so that you can continue t- uh, to um, uh, the practice. And by coming here this weekend, all of you have chosen loving kindness to yourself. This is me time. Uh, don't be f- uh, don't feel afraid of having me time um, because it is important. Once you go home. Uh, go to work. Uh, You bring a piece of your uh, loving kindness and gentleness to people that you are with and to people that you work with. So that is uh, very important to be uh, able to uh, give yourself the time. So give yourself a pat on the shoulder. That well done, that you give yourself this time for yourself. But actually more, more people and beings benefit from your being, um, keeping the precepts, and um, in this uh, peaceful and uh, uh, quiet environment, and quiet your mind, and uh, and uh, practicing loving kindness, and and even though we are practicing, um, we are keeping noble silence on this retreat, but nothing stops us uh, to have a, to smile to each other. But if some people would like to keep uh, noble silence by not communicating, uh, some people probably will keep their eye uh, down to not to look at each other, but they are allowed to do that. So the loving kindness is not to force other people to be kind. Loving kindness is to be able to respect other people's decision as well. They're not doing anything harm by looking by keeping quiet. So that is this is just one aspect of uh, respecting other peoples. That is one of the ways that uh, we practice loving kindness. Um, so whatever decision they make, um, as long as that is, uh, of course, uh, wholesome, but even though they are unwholesome, you can tell them, but you can't stop them. So um, the loving kindness is uh, to be there available if... Um, something happened, you'll be there to help. So uh, that is a tough one, uh, especially if you're offering to your friends and family that uh, you can see that something is uh, unwholesome or someone on drugs, let's say. You're trying to tell them that, you know, this, uh, we try a different way, but it is hard. But you got to sometimes you might need to step back a little bit, but be there. I love uh, Ajahn Brahm's use of word. The door of your heart is always open. The, actually, hopefully it opens not just to your loved one. That's what we're going to go through the whole practice today. The door of your heart is open to all beings. Uh, beings that like is uh, unkind or unpleasant. And beings as like your loved one, your um, your partner, your family. So it's include all beings. So you can step back and just... There and wait for the time that comes when they needed a hand. You uh, building up your loving kindness, your practice, then you know, uh, or you are, have enough strength inside yourself to uh, stretch out your hand and uh, give them whatever help they need. Um, I'm going, before we go into, uh, the, um, I'm going to describe, describe uh, the meditation practice for the whole day. But before I do that, um, all of you will have, I assume that on your table, the reflections before eating, that I have uh, um, put down, to, um, printed it out. Um, hopefully it's big enough for everyone to see. Um, There's only two. I actually extracted it, I put it down, and they cultured courtesy of Lotus Bad Sangha. I think it's from the Plum Village. They have five contemplations. I only used two, I thought it was a bit too much information to, uh, for a weekend retreat to uh, uh, tell you all the information. So I just put down uh, two reflections, uh, which is uh, quite easy that you can bring it home with you to uh, for reflections uh, before uh, eating. So I'm going to talk a bit about it before we go on to the, um, the meditation. So, it's the first one to say, this food is the gift of the whole universe. The earth, the sky, and much hard work. It is very in inter- with what we are exploring, loving kindness. So when t- most of the time when we eat um, at home or at work, uh, it's just another thing we need to do. But it's great to have uh, able to use some actions like eating we need to do all the time to like a stop sign. Um, Just stop for a second, just to reflect on um, um, using the mindfulness to see uh, what we are doing. Actually, not just uh, even though we say the reflections on the food, but actually it's a way to stop us and to be mindful of how we feel. Um, what sort of mood we are in when we're eating. We eat with anger, irritation, or things like, this is the food I don't like to eat, you just scuff it down. Or you're angry, actually your anger might not be with the food itself. It is everything happened before you end up at uh, your dinner table or your lunch table. Uh, you might have an argument or uh, um, it could have an accident or something, or something sad happened, someone passed away. So that's a time that um, uh, gave us opportunity to stop and to um, sort of reestablish our mindfulness uh, to see how, uh, where we are. That's how we can not um, act with kindness and gentleness. When we talk about the kindness and gentleness, and I'm so that's one aspect of uh, the function or the helpfulness of uh, reflections. I mean, to you made me talk about, I love uh, the word sex being used, that's why I choose that. Actually, I'm not one who would choose that. I've been introduced to uh, the reflections, uh, this particular one, because uh, actually in, um, for monastic and uh, the Theravada traditions, we have a set of uh, uh, reflections before we eat as well. But I love that because it's simple. Um, I've been introduced to it by uh, one of uh, my uh, weekend retreats. <laughs> by my teacher, Ayurayama. So, uh, and not just me who love it, and all those people too who, I'm not sure um, uh, anyone here attended Ayurayama's uh, weekend retreat, except me. I'm um, not sure, uh, some might be. But, um, so, when we talk about the gift, we don't didn't even think about it, we just see it. We could thought about, yeah, I pay for this, you know, you go to buy it. But it's a gift of a combination, the the earth, the worms, and there is uh, washer, the rain, the sun. That's why I say the sky and much hard work, the kitchen. Uh, people who are going to offer the dana today, so they cook, uh, they chop up. They go to buy the, da- uh, the food, to go home to cook for the dana, and they need to drive all the way here uh, because they would like to support all of us So it's uh, doing the cultivation of the mind. They're inspired by us uh, uh, doing that, that work. So they come all the way. That's their hard work. But more than that, that I encourage you to uh, look at it and also the unseen beings involved in the the preparation of the food. And when you get um, your plate and you get to choose your food, are you looking at the food as, oh, this I like, this I don't like, or you embracing all the food, uh, taking the food that is suitable, uh, give your body the nutrients that you require, so that you can can continue to practice for the day. That's what um, uh, a monastic that we uh, reflect on. That we take the nutrients. Yes, I must admit. Yes, I have something that I liked. I was really spoiled this morning. Someone made me a cup of coffee. <laughs> like uh, I don't know, I think with condensed milk. I don't know why the monastic love condensed milk. <laughs> Um, a Vietnamese coffee, I must say. <laughs> so uh, I, I do have likes this dislikes too. Uh, but so I take it as a, uh, something that gives me the energy so that I can uh, come here, uh, in here, and share with you some uh, uh, reflections and practices. So that's one of my um, excuses. <laughs> I think it's valid. <laughs> um, so it's something that we all can look at it. Of course, there's some food that is more agreeable to us because all of us come from a different background. We brought up with different food. Interesting. Um, I do a lot of sidetrack. <laughs> um, our environment, uh, She uh, used to. She spent 10 years in Sri Lanka. She born in Sydney. So you can imagine that she got you to take. Uh, uh, eat all the curries and uh, things that's not suitable. She say, when someone gave her a potato, <laughs> she just, she was so delighted and happy. Um, it's different way of cooking a potato, but just steam or baked potatoes that she, that's what she used to. So uh, there's nothing wrong with that because that's agreeable to our digestion. Um, and for those people who use to curry, that's the, the way that you're being brought up, that's the, with the spices that uh, uh, help to with your digestion. So that's something that we can um, take some time to reflect on. I don't know who is offering the uh, dana, the lunch today, but it is interesting when you come to the uh, table, uh, when you choose your food. Um, whether uh, it's okay to indulge or choose cakes and things like that, uh, because uh, that is nutriment for your, our mind. So we uh, need to be happy. That's another excuse. <laughs> I eat cakes too, <laughs> and chocolates. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. And I, I actually love uh, one of them, talk talk um, given by a monk, I think Sajjan Munindo, long time ago. He was uh, talking about he loved uh, German cheesecake. <laughs> um, so there you go. Um, so well, all of us still have our likes and dislikes, but we are aware of, well the mindfulness and awareness of it, um, that's um, a very important. And another point that I want to bring out is we also need to um, when we talk about gifts of the universe and marsh hard work. We also need to recognise that we have limited resources on the planet. And uh, how do we live with care and concern for the environment and how do uh, we can share our resources with other beings? That's also another reflections that uh, we can will stop us uh, give a few minutes uh, of uh, reflections. And then, um, how do we bring the practice um, into our actions? Um, how do we live our life with care and concern for the environment and because our resources uh, on the planet is uh, uh, limited? So that's something that um, I leave it to you to reflect on. And then we might be, uh, be more careful and uh, uh, how we live our life. How do we choose to use our resources? Um, Small things like uh, do not let the tap running with water, because water is uh, limited. And um, how to we uh, probably not to, when we need to, we need to have the lights on. I must say I have problems with uh, reading. so that's why my all my things are purposely. If I can type out, I would make it really large so that I can read easily. But um, if we don't need to, if the um, when we walk out of the room, it's not necessary to switch off the lights. Um, it, I know the, when you're adults, we will probably be more cautious because we need to pay the bills. I know kids <laughs> or teenagers, uh, when you don't need to pay the bills, you're less likely to see shot the lights. Uh, or you're not, not pay attention to, to such things yet. Um, eventually, all of us will pay attention to uh, those uh, so-called small details, but it is not. If each one of us uh, play a part in what, uh, how we live our life. And the next uh, reflection is that we accept this food so that we realize the path of love and understanding. Uh, that's what we are doing here. Uh, we uh, gracefully accept whatever food that is being offered. That's what I seek do as well, uh, so that we can continue to practice, continue to live a life and share our life with others as well. So um, I want to leave it to you to uh, reflect. It's not a test. Uh, you can not uh, bring that home to uh, reflect on that, um, that the rest of our life. It's great to be able to have something that to uh, reflect on. Um, I'm, going to um, I might run over time I hope it is okay. I'm going to talk uh, more about the uh, uh, meditation practice. So today we have three guided meditation. I'm going to uh, uh, develop a method of meditation that uh, probably take the whole day to develop. Um, as I say so we're going to um, um, use uh, different categories of people. So, it will be uh, loving kindness to oneself, loving kindness to a loved person. I'll go and I will talk about it in more details when we come to each session. And loving kindness to a neutral person, loving kindness to a difficult person, and then the last one is to all beings. Um, I must say, um, I was uh, being introduced to this because uh, one of the reigns, I think it's 2006. um, I'm uh, um, normally doing the range retreat, uh, she suggested we take up uh, specific practices. That range retreat, she suggested that for me to uh, uh, practice, use metta, loving kindness, as my um, focus of meditation. And she sent me away saying that you can go and uh, research and see what sort of method I would like to use. Um, So I listened to talks and read the books. I think one of the books I read in the monasteries by Sharon Sellsworth on loving kindness. And I listened to a few talks. So the next interview, I went to see Ajahn, I said, yep, this is the one that I'm going to do. Um, But it took me, I started um, a couple of months before the rain, so it took me six, five and a half months to develop the whole meditation that I'm going to share with you in just one day. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a crash course. myself also attended a couple of uh, nine days retreat by Bante Sujacho, I think this is 2012 and 2013. So he used the whole nine days to develop the, um, the whole um, meditation method that I'm going to share today. So don't, uh, you might think that it is easy but uh, to really de- fully develop the meditation takes time. So I've, I hope that you take them home and uh, continue to use them. And so this is an introduction. And um, as I mentioned about uh, uh, loving kindness practice, this uh, particular method is slightly different. So for the first four categories, to oneself, a loved person, neutral person and difficult person, you keep your uh, the feeling of loving kindness inside your body so let's say if you choose a loved one if your grandmother who lives in Melbourne, you do not go to Melbourne to deposit your loving kindness there. you keep your feeling inside your body and but you change the words that we use um, to the name of your, or your grandma or grandfather or your grandkids, whatever names that you use. And um, I also, because I got the chance uh, a time to investigate, so I actually um, use words that touches me, resonate with me. So when we use uh, loving kindness, um, to, today we, I think Ajahn's uh, Bhante Sujato, he used may I be happy. May my loved one be happy, or may the neutral person be happy. But when um, I uh, design my, um, or when I have the opportunity in the beginning to give it a bit of thoughts, what I want to do, I choose words like, while I say happy. It's not really resonate with me. So I, I have chosen peace and ease that mean much more to me at that time. So I stick to it since then, since 2006. Um, so I use the same wording. So today, we are got, you got to uh, uh, just join in, so I'm going to use uh, may I be at peace and may I be at ease. But when you go home, you can sit down and think about what man, what is important to you. You can change it, say may I be well or um, Whatever may I, but try to keep it not too long. Your sentence, because this particular method of uh, uh, loving kindness meditation also um, allow you to focus your mind. So we don't want to use too many words to make your mind too diverse, because it will help your mind to uh, concentrate to go into stillness. So. that's my own experience, but uh, that's also from uh, the teaching uh, that I heard from Bante Sujato as well. Um, I started uh, my uh, to learn meditation using breath. I've been introduced to uh, loving-kindness meditation once I was in the monastery. But then I took up, uh, I investigate much more later on to deal with my psychic irritants. <laughs> so um, then um, when I... Um, um, Looking at uh, the words, so everyone will be different. I now lost uh, what I want to say, but never mind. So you uh, got you. yes, with loving kindness, I find that initially you feel the joy and happiness, and then you go into the peace and stillness. So for breath, uh, I find that you go into calm and stillness, and then the joy come out afterwards. See how you feel, Um, experiment. Uh, That's uh, uh, how I uh, uh, experience as well. So it is nice if you, uh, the joy and happiness will uh, draw you into the meditation. That's why sometimes, um, I think I teach uh, meditation too. So you find that um, um, living kind um, breath is a bit difficult. Actually, that's what I do. Sometimes the mind, Uh, require uh, the breath. And I've been using just inner silence. That's something that is quite delicious as well. If you just, if you hear me stop saying something with the words, before when I stop saying something, and when I start something, that's the gap. That's the gap of silence. Sometimes uh, it's very nice. It's peaceful. It's uh, delicious. I'll use the word. So experiment with that too. Because when you have uh, some time to meditate or a bit more time, so you can see, well, that day you have, uh, you might need, you feel that you need some uh, loving kindness or you need some distraction with uh, word, words to encourage your mind to go into a direction so you want your mind to go to, then you can use loving kindness. And some other day you will like to uh, you just say, now. I'm, the inner silence, the breath is so delicious. You can just go with that. So that's why it is helpful to have uh, another tools that you can use. Um, you don't need a whole lot, but two or three that for you to choose, and depending on the time. Um, so that is... Uh, um, I think that's enough I'm uh, going to say about the loving kindness meditation. And uh, we're going to uh, exp- uh, practice it and, um, and see how you feel. Um, you can, um, before you start the meditation, um, you can allow, please stand up to stretch yourself a little bit, you know, so that you are uh, comfortable. If um, you need to sit on a chair, uh, please do so. Um, Because you want to have a positive relationship with meditation. So whatever that uh, you feel comfortable is the best way uh, for the meditation. I keep on... So before we start the meditation, um, so this morning, I'm just going to do one to yourself, my, me, I, which is the most important person that we are increasing, uh, make our container bigger, uh, throwing more uh, loving kindness or jelly beans to our container, and then the next, um, so this morning, I'm gonna do oneself and to a loved person, so you choose a loved person I normally would suggest someone that you adore, uh, uh, is adorable and uh, really nice to you. Uh, Someone that do not have... um, For meditation practice, it's good to choose someone that do not have complicated relationship because we want to... This is a practice. You want to be able to generate a, a feeling of loving kindness. So I normally suggest choose the grandparents or your partners. You have a good relationship with your partners or your children or your grandkids or your cousins. Um, in gen- generally, we we'll would like to choose a person. Then you can work with that um, relationship, not someone that passed away. Because when someone passed away, uh, you can't... Um, Work with the relationship after the meditation, and when it is complicated relationship that will pass away, then um, it is harder to bring up more emotion during the meditation. so we you realize something simple, uncomplicated, and um, so you need to have a, a love person in your mind. I usually use my grandma when my grandma passed away uh, about eight years ago, so I got to choose someone else. Then I changed it to my teacher, however I am, and then she passed away last year. So you, you keep on oh, going to change. Now I changed it to my mom. So finally my mom says she make it into the list. <laughs> I got to say, oh, I didn't tell her that. I hope she's not listening. <laughs> because grandmother is always adorable and uh, they are always nice, you can do anything they will always say yes. That, well, my grandmother too, so that's why she's the most easy choice for me. So, okay. Um, and if you can sit and feel any parts of the body that is uh, um, uncomfortable, pay attention to it. I always, at the moment, uh, for the whole retreat, I'm always going to start with a body awareness. So hopefully you will bring home some um, structure that you can choose, you can use if you would like to. You actually can break up the meditation to uh, to body awareness only or um, meta. But I'm going to use that but I always start with body awareness. So that you bring your mind to present moment rather than thinking. So there's a uh, body awareness is also a way to distract you from your thoughts, but to be present at this moment how your body feels. So bring up the happiness and joy that you are sitting in the, the hall of Jhana Grove with friends and practitioners are all committed to kindness, to gentleness. You are safe sitting in this hall. awareness to the top of your head and gradually move down to the front to the forehead to your eyes to your nose to your cheeks and put a smile on your face remind yourself to relax bring awareness to the back of your head Slowly, gently move down to the back of your neck. If anywhere do you feel that there's tightness, bring your awareness to the area. And try to tighten it and then release it, let it go. Bring your awareness to your shoulders, to the upper arms, elbows, lower arms, to your hands, to the fingers, to the tip of the fingers, And let all your stress go and relax. Bring awareness to the front of the body. From the shoulder, slowly, gradually going down to your stomach. your groin area and remind yourself to relax bring awareness to the back of the body from the top the shoulder area along the spine gradually moving down to your waist to the buttocks and remind yourself to relax. Bring your awareness to your thighs, to the knees, to the lower legs, To the heels, all the way to the toes, to the tip of the toes. And let all the stress go and remind yourself to relax. Take a few breaths. Stay in the inner silent, the space that's open, neutral. I'm going to repeat some words. You can repeat it quietly in your heart. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. Really feel the word peace. And ease. Feel it in your body. And you say it with loving kindness to yourself. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. You sincerely wish yourself well. May, may I be at peace. May I be at ease. Peace, may I be at ease. You keep on saying that to yourself, keep sending these good wishes to yourself, and mean every word of what your wishes to yourself. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. Feel the peace and ease in your body. It can be just a feeling of lightness. A warmth or even a gentle light. It can be just in your heart any part of your body. May I be at peace? May I be at ease? Let that feeling of peace and ease grow and spread in your body. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. This feeling of loving kindness and peace and ease grow and spread all over the body from the top of the head all the way to the toes you feel the lightness the brightness the gentleness inside your body may I be at peace May I be at ease. And the feeling of peace and ease go into every cells and tissues of your body. May I be at peace. May I be at peace. May I be at peace. May I be at ease? The peace in every single cell and the ease all over your body. May I be at peace. May I be at ease. going to move to the next category to a love person but maintain the feeling of peace and ease in your body may the love person be at peace and at ease you just change the name but feel the peace and ease inside your body. May the loved person be at peace. May the loved person be at ease. the loved person be at peace may the loved person be at ease Feeling the loving-kindness, feeling the good wishes of peace inside yourself. May the loved person be at peace. May the loved person be at ease. May the loved person be at peace. May the loved person be at ease. May the loved person be at peace. May the loved person be at ease. now we're going to move back to ourselves may I be at peace may I be at ease sincerely wish yourself at peace and at ease may I be at peace May I be at ease. Be at peace. May I be at ease. Now come back to the space of inner silence, the space of openness. Neutral. We are coming close to the end of the meditation. Take a few minutes to reflect on how the meditation has been for you. Do you have uh, joy and happiness? Or is it the mind to live a little bit still? Not as chatty as yesterday. I love this singing bowl. Um, it took me about one and a half months only just to do May I Be a Peace at this. So this morning we did two in one, uh, just in less than half an hour. So sometimes it takes longer to develop, especially the feeling. Um, I've mentioned the feeling can be Anything, you can just feel a bit of the heat or the warmth in your heart or the gentleness and softness. That's what uh, I mean about uh, the feeling of uh, loving kindness in your body. And then you spread it out. And uh, we can, we're going to continue to do that in our next sessions. then um, you move on to the neutral and difficult person, which is very hard, <laughs> the difficult person. I'm going to talk more about it. And then this evening, we're going to put all of them together. Once you get uh, to uh, to practice more often, you actually, certain time, you can just do it to yourself and to a specific person. Um, But that, until you are very um, used to it, the provision with it, then you can't... uh, change it a little bit depending on the circumstances that we will uh, investigate more this afternoon and uh, now you can continue to enjoy uh, the seats here even though if you can't you feel that you can't really sit but just sit inside here feel the peace in this hall because so many meditations have been done in this hall so you can just sit here uh, feel a piece of the quietness. You can go outside as well. As I say, it's a lovely time. Or there is a walking meditation. I will talk about it in a detail, a bit more detail. If not, just enjoy the walk and the beautiful bush. And um, I think the lunch is at 11 o'clock. Yeah. So see you then. Have a lovely morning.